Kids Are All Right, a show that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle and here with me are my co-presenters, Buster and Buddy. Hey guys, it's Buster! Hey, it's your pal Buddy. And we're on a mission to help all the kids listening to... Feel great and live happy! Oh yes we are, and in today's show we're going to be chatting about how talk can make our worries walk. Oh yeah, my mom's always saying a problem shared is a problem half. Yeah, exactly. And you see, guys, the thing about keeping our worries bottled up in our heads is that they get bigger and bigger and feel much worse than maybe they really are. And talking about them helps us feel better, but it also helps us find solutions. Yeah, it's never good to keep things bottled up. Well, do you know, I'd really like to chat about this with some of the kids in our Kids Squad panel. Oh, I love the Kids Squad panel. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Kids Squad say... Oh, yeah. My name is Timothy. I'm nine years old and I'm from Wexford. What type of things do you think you might worry about as being kids or that your friends might worry about? Well, kids of my age, I think they might worry about getting uh, full marks in their tests, uh, about their about their technology if they might break it and and also they worry about that sometimes my name is Eva. i'm 11 and i'm from cabin um i I was actually worried to go on this first and i would get like butterflies in my stomach oh and now that you did the hard thing you were nervous coming on this show how do you feel now that you're on the show (laughs) i'm fine ah yeah Um, my name's Adam, I'm at 12, and I'm from Cabin. So Adam, do you find it easy to talk about your worries? Well, yeah, it depends what they are, how serious they are. So would you and your friends tell each other if you were feeling nervous or worried, or if something was upsetting you? Usually I might talk to my friends first and see how that goes. Sometimes I usually go to my mother and tell her there's a uh, bad feeling in my mind. Oh, whoa! What do you say to your mum when you feel that way? Well, uh, I would stop it like this. Mammy, I have to tell you about something. And then I tell her what I need to tell her. So, would you and your friends tell each other if you were feeling worried or nervous or if something was upsetting you? Yes. And what would you say to your friends? Um, I would usually start the conversation like that to my friend. Mark, I, I'm a bit nervous about something and I want to share with you. Mark is one of my friends. <laughs> awesome! Hi, my name's Faye Doherty. I'm 10 years old and I'm from Bromley Letterkenny. 
do you think some kids might find it hard to talk to an adult if they were feeling worried about something? Yeah, um, because it kind of depends on what it is. So like, I don't want to let it out or I just don't know how to put it in words. Sometimes like that. Yeah. yeah. And have you ever had someone come to you and talk to you about their worries? Yeah, sometimes my friends come to me whenever they've had like an argument or their life say, how can I figure this out? Or what am I supposed to say? Wow. And what do you tell them? I tell them like, um, you should just like tell him or her like, I'm sorry, or um, let's not fight over this or whatever. Wow. Do you think in school they encourage you to talk to each other about worries now? Yeah, well that's, it's usually just between the girls because there's only, there's not that many girls in my class. So sometimes we don't really have anyone else to go to. The Kid Squad say, what? Oh yeah. So we're speaking with someone today who knows loads about how kids deal with their worries as she's trained in psychology, but she's also a primary school teacher. Her name is Anya Murray. Thanks a million for joining us today, Anya. Thanks for having me. Hi Anya, it's good to have you on the show. <laughs> Hi Anya. Hi guys. Hi. So, Anya, you're a primary school teacher with a big interest in kids' well-being and mental health. And you, you decided to write a book called The Pain of the Chest, which is about a girl as she grows up and about how her anxiety, her worries affect her in life. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the book is, like you say, about a little girl and she has a lot of big worries. And when she feels her worries, she feels them as this pain in her chest. And she's followed around by this little worry monster who pops up whenever she wants to do something but she's stopped by her feelings and her thoughts and in the book you see lots of scenarios where um, she wants to do something and she can't like she wants a balloon um, or she wants to make a friend or she wants to audition for her play and she can't and then we see at the end of the story what happens when she decides to talk to her mum about all these worries um, and then we learn that when we start to talk the worries start to walk and she starts to feel better. Oh, cool. When we start to talk, our worries start to walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, nowadays, I mean, we hear people talking a lot about mental health and it really can start to feel a little bit just like words. So what do you think mental health means? Well, just like the way everyone would have their physical health, we all actually have mental health as well. And our mental health just includes our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts and our moods as well and sometimes so our thoughts and feelings are their good ones like happy or excited or relaxed and mm. sometimes they're more negative like mm. sadness or if you're worried or if you're jealous so we have good ones and we have bad ones and the thing is we all experience both and sometimes they're more positive and sometimes negative for lots of different reasons and it changes all the time huh okay and you know, some people, when they think of mental health, they only think of the bad side and that it's stuck on the bad side. And they forget mm. that there's a good side too and that it can change to good too. Yeah, I definitely have days I feel great and it's brilliant. And other days something happens in school and it's like all the happiness has disappeared, run away. Yeah, I know. Our moods and how we feel really do change quite a bit. And here's Aoife from our Kids Squad panel on this very point. My name's Aoife Keys. I'm nine and I'm from Lismon in Letterkenny. Um, different days I have different moods. Like one week I was excited because I was going swimming with my school and then the next day I was sad because my earring was hurting. 
Yeah, Aoife, it's completely normal to feel lots of different emotions. Really? Oh. Yeah, so you know, you could think of it like an old-fashioned weighing scales. So like one side of the weighing scales is positive and one side is negative. And sometimes things will happen in your life that will weigh down the positive side. Like if you're in school and you win your star of the week mm -hmm. or, you know, you might get to play with your friends, all that would weigh down the positive side. But then there's things that weigh down the negative side as well. So if you're fighting with your brother or sister or if you don't do well on a test or something like that. And because, like I said earlier, that it's always changing, you're never going to stay on too long on one side of the scales or the other side. And there's lots of things that can happen that can come along and tip the scales in the other direction. Oh, yeah. So if you're feeling like really negative emotions, just you need to remember that you're not going to be stuck on that negative side forever and that there are lots of things you can do to balance that scales, um, your mental health scales. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there are, there are just so many things that can happen in life that can make us feel well and happy or make us feel worried and anxious. And here's what some of the other kids in our Kids Squad panel had to say about how their worries make them feel. My name is Rachel and I'm seven years old and um, I'm nervous when I get tests. I try and relax myself by taking deep breaths. My name is Isabella, I'm eight years old. Like nervous feels like you're scared. Like a pain in my stomach. I get like I get like a pain in my stomach and it hurts. Oh yeah, Isabella is dead right on you. When I get worried, I also get horrible pains in my stomach. Yeah, I know that happens to lots of people. Worry and anxiety can actually happen in a really physical way. So in the book, when the little girl feels it, she gets this pain in her chest. But, you know, actually, when I feel it myself, I get like a sick feeling in my tummy and other people might feel it somewhere else in their body. So like you might get a headache or a pain behind your eyes or get sweaty or hungry. So it is actually really important that um, boys and girls like think about where they feel their worry in their body. Oh, yeah. And it's actually really helpful to keep a note of when that happens because you might just think that, oh, I'm someone who gets lots of pains in my tummy and that's just the way it is. But instead, now you might realise actually my pain in my tummy happens every Sunday night or I get that pain in my chest uh, right before I have to go out to yard every day. And you might start to realize what it is that's making you worried. Oh, yeah. And this is kind of called what we call a trigger. So if you know what's making you worried, you can start to then make a plan on how to fix that and make yourself feel better then. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, that's so true, Anya, isn't it? Um, we actually have Porik from our Kids Squad panel and he's got another question for you. My name is Podrick and my age is 12. And my question is... Sometimes when I do speech and drama, I'd be a bit shaky in my hands. No, I'd just, I'd just be really, uh, not really scared, but yeah, a bit nervous. Do you think that many kids uh, would get anxious and nervous in school? 
Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of reasons that children might get anxious in school or nervous because, you know, school is not just about learning to read and write and do maths because we do those things, but we're also learning to do things like make friends and stay fit and healthy and work with others and sing and dance and loads of other things. And you could be worried about any of those. So, you know, one child might be anxious about their spellings test every Friday, but they love doing drama and speaking out in front of the class, while their friend might be terrified of speaking in front of the class and doing drama, but they love their spellings test and they get 100% every week. Oh, yeah! Like, like, I hate doing maths, but I love when it's time to get up and present my project to the class. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's just like me. And then and then I've lots of children who love pee in my class. And, you know, some children love going out and pee and doing the race and uh, coming first. But then when they're asked to find a partner or a pair, they mm. find that really, really hard. But then other children love working in, in pairs and partners in PE. But then when they have to go on their own, they're afraid they might be last or that they're not going to be fast enough. So there's lots of things children can be worried about. And, you know, everyone has different abilities and no one is good at everything. So it's so normal to feel worried about some things in school and it's going to be different for everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just like when I'm feeling anxious, I sometimes have all these what ifs running around in my head and they make me feel worse and worse. Like... What if I don't get to get the try on my rugby match tomorrow? What if I have to stand up in front of my class and uh, and I have to answer questions and then I get them wrong and everyone laughs at me and uh, uh, then I feel worried and sick and I just don't want to go out and play in the match or go to school in case, you know, what if? What if the what if comes true? Yeah, I know that happens to lots of people, but you know what? The anxiety actually can get a lot of power from those what-ifs and you really have to try and remember that the what-ifs they're just in our imaginations they're not real and our imaginations are really powerful and they make us think all these what-ifs but the what-ifs they tend to be the worst thing that could happen oh yeah yeah and sometimes you know we can talk to the what if. Sometimes when what ifs pop in our head, we can tell them that that's crazy and that would probably never happen. And we can make them what if see sense and logic and we're able to get on with our day and do all the things we want to do. But sometimes we can't. And sometimes the what ifs do stop us doing the things that we want to do. And when that happens, it, it becomes a problem. And that's when we need to use our superpower and talk to an adult about it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're right, Anya. Talking about our worries is like a superpower. And everyone knows we love superheroes. Don't we, Buster? Yes, we do, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes. So when we talk about our worries our ex- and our anxiety, we can find help and the worry then loses its power. And that's what's really important at the end of the story. Once the girl talks to her mom about her feelings and the anxiety that she's been carrying around. You know, anxiety and worries do grow when we leave them inside our heads and they can get really, really big. But when we take them out of our heads and we start talking to someone, they can't grow and they can't hide anymore and they're out in the open. Oh, cool. Uh, But Anya, if my worries are getting really big in my head, sometimes I don't even know what's making me feel so worried. So I don't think I'd even know what to say to my mum and dad. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, that's the tricky part, isn't it, Buster? And actually, Eva from our Kids Squad panel is back again as she feels kind of the same way. I think it would be quite hard to talk to an adult about 
like if somebody was like hurting you or you were feeling upset and you didn't want to like say in case you would hurt somebody's feelings or get them in trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you know, it is perfectly normal to find it hard to find the language for feelings. And it takes lots of years to learn how to be really comfortable talking about our emotions. But remember, your parents or your whatever adult is in your life, they do want to help you if you need help. And sometimes they don't realize you need help. So we do need to try and tell them. So maybe you can just say to a parent or that trusted adult, can we have a chat on our own today? And then you could see if you could actually name the thoughts and emotions you're feeling and name them for them. See if you can figure out as well where in your body you're feeling the worry or when it happens. So whether it's that pain in your chest or the pain in your tummy and what time of day it's happening or things like that. And you could write them down first so you don't forget. I find that really helpful to write it down. Well, that's a good idea, Anya, to write down how I'm feeling. And if I don't feel like talking about it, I could just show a grown up what I've written. Exactly. Or, you know, if you can't find any words for your emotions and you're not sure what name to put on them, you could try and draw a picture. You could even just, yeah, you could even just use colors that represent emotions or, you know, draw a time when you're feeling down or overwhelmed. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a work of art. Like a stick person will do the job. It's just to start the conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, you know, you do have to remember, though, if you do tell a grown up and you think they didn't hear you, please, please, please don't give up because you should keep telling someone until you feel heard, whether it's your teacher or your parent or your granny or your uncle, until you find someone who can help you figure out a way to help you balance that mental health scales we were talking about. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. So now I don't have to worry about finding the right words. I can just talk to them with a picture that I've drawn. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it is great. It's a great idea because, I mean, it can really be hard to find the words, even sometimes for adults. Like, so, you know, using a picture or just scribbling with colours that represent your mood is a great way of getting the conversation started because sometimes it really is the hardest bit, really, isn't it? Just starting the conversation. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yes, that's the main message. So, Anya, um, we ask this question to all of our guests whenever they come on. Would you mind answering it for us, too? Of course. So, we call this... Big Me to Little Me! (laughs) So, if you could travel back in time, what would Big Anya tell Little Anya? Oh my goodness, that's a big question. What would I tell Little Anya? Well, I think I would tell her not to be afraid to talk about her feelings. (laughs) Ooh, nice, short, simple, and to the point. That's one of the best ones we've had. (laughs) That's brilliant. Anya, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks so much, Anya. That was great. Bye, Anya. Bye, Anya. Have a great day. (laughs) Bye, bye. The kids are all right. Hey guys, it's that time again. It's time to tickle your funny bone. Hi, my name is Jessica, I'm 10 years old, and this is my joke. How many tickles does it take for an octopus to laugh? Tentacles. <laughs> Hi, my name is Aon White, I am 9 years old, and I live in Munkhodi in County Wexford. I have a joke. Why did the elephants get thrown out of the pool? 
because they can't keep their trunks up. <laughs> oh, Buster, they were cool jokes, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, they were brilliant. The kids are all right. So, guys, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed today's show and learned loads about how talk can make your worries walk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you'll find loads more info on RTE Kids about today's show. And all our shows. That's www.rte.ie forward slash kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's loads of extra info on there, too. And some cool videos of me and Buddy. Yeah, we hope you have as much fun watching them as we did making them. <laughs> and remember, guys, try to be healthy. Be well. And be happy. See you next time on The Kids Are All Right. Well, hang on, kids. You know what time it is. It's time to air guitar in the car. Or wherever you are. <laughs> Let's rock. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.